Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 203. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. And we're going to kick off our Zendikar review with the return, return, return to Zendikar legendary creature set review. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down based on the intro. I'll bet you people have guessed what we're talking about today. Very much so. Yeah. Zendikar Rising Legendary Creature Review Set Review. Set, set review. review. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's the third time on Zendikar. Third time is the charm. As we all know, we're going to talk about some of the legendary creatures. We've got a couple of generous people to thank, as well as all of the regular people who like to join us each and every week. But before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsor, FusionGamingOnline.com. They're your source for all of your gaming needs. God dang. We forgot to give the pack away on the the pack from the sack of packs to crack. Shit, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Let's do a Zendikar Rising pack giveaway. Ooh. I don't have any, but I'm going to get them from FusionGamingOnline.com. Are they going to, what kind of boost are they going to be? Zendikar fucking Rising. Well, yeah, but which one? There's 47 different kinds of boosters now, Ryan. Oh. Are they going to be a color booster, a theme Uh. booster, a set booster, a draft booster, a collector booster, a booster seat booster, a chaff booster, a dollar store booster? Which one? I like dollar store booster. (laughs) (laughs) That's good on the budget. (laughs) I was thinking about getting a box of collect, no, uh, what's the the regular one that we want? That's a set booster, right? Because we're not drafting. Yeah, those are set boosters. Okay, yeah. yeah. Set booster, Zendikar Rising, for guessing last week's commandy, Tiam, courtesy of FusionGamingOnline.com, where you can go and use CCO exclusive promo code CCOFusion5, 5% off all your singles. Ooh. Yeah, you can still use the promo code on, on sealed product and stuff, but it's the promo code's for singles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the winner, Connor Bergman. Is that Connor Birdman? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. You... Caw, caw. Yeah, yeah. F-U, right? F-U. <laughs> <laughs> Guest on YouTube, Tyam Luminous Enigma. Yes. Got it right. Got his name entered into the sack. We pulled out his crack or something. Pulled the pack out of his sack in the crack. Gross. Yeah, whatever. It happened, though. We'll send you a pack is the point. That's- yeah, get at us at CCO Podcast or at CCO Brando on Twitter or shoot us an email. We need your address. We probably have it already, but we need it again because it's fucking way easier when you send it to us the second time. So please get at us. And everybody got a freebie this week if they entered. What was the commandy? Unless they guessed it wrong like you did. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. If there's Oh, dude. Oh, I hope so. If you I'm, guessed I'm, it wrong, yeah. you're the winner. <laughs> I'm calling it audible right now. If you got it wrong, you get a pack. It's a Morog, Fury of Akum. Oh, and we're going to cover him yeah, when lo- when we do the 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 last of the legendary creatures. The last of the legend. Yeah. That yeah. that is what we're going to do. Everybody knows what I mean. Mhm. We we all picked up what you put down there, man. Before we do though, we got some patrons to thank. Let's do it. We forgot to talk about nicknames, so this is live on air, first time ever, nickname Makey Yuppie. Yep. <laughs> That's the game that we play usually before the show, but now we're going to do it live on the air. Okay. They can see our faces. They can see us screw up all of our heads as we try to get the gears going to like make a dink joke out of somebody's name. That's Well, you know what? There's going to be... We got... CCO Nation, we got you. If you want your nickname... 
patreon.com slash CCO podcast. You can go there, get finger blasted on the discord. It's one of the benefits. You can have your CCO nickname. And then there's a couple different uh, other benefits. Check out the tiers at Patreon. The support goes a long way. We just got a new video app. We got some of those lighting things that we were talking about on our Ikoria. Oh yeah. With the umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah. That Ikoria open flippy video is my favorite video on our YouTube channel. I'm also a big fan of it. I thought it was good too. Yeah. So head over, watch it. Links to the YouTube are all in the show notes everywhere you find the show, including YouTube. Yes. <laughs> You're already there. Okay. First shout out. This is an increase. Okay. This is Jordan Winnie. I don't remember his nickname. Damn it. It's probably a... Does it have anything to do with winning or Charlie Sheen? Tiger blood? Uh, is it something to do with being a wiener? Oh, that's... Yeah. yeah. Most likely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Jordan Wiener. Jordan Wiener. That's his new nickname. It is now. You yeah. want a new nickname? You got it. Got it. Okay. Now, this guy has a nickname. Well, fuck that. His nickname and his name on Discord, Papadio. Papadio? Papa's got a big, I think, is the new name, Dio. I guess we can play on his old original nickname that he gave himself. <laughs> or we can call him... Jethro Plinkett, because you don't give us the fucking nickname. We give you the nickname. That's the point. Welcome to the nation. That's right. Jethro Plinkett. Correct. D. <laughs> okay. Next increase. Cam girl Miles Mendoza. Oh, increase. that's Yeah, another patron increased their pledge. Already had a cam girl nickname, my favorite kind. Weird. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. I guess you're already here. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, man. Santiago Gonzalez Moore. Big shout out. Thank you and F you. Pseudo celebrity Santiago Espinal's brother? He's a baseball player. I don't think that the first name makes you related. What? I, I think if you have the same first name, I don't think you're related to the person. Like, there's a lot of famous Ryans. I know, and I'm related to all of them. What? Yeah. Oh. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Green. I don't know who that is. I just made it up. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Green from Commander Social. That's how I know that name. Now, there's lots of famous Ryans. We're all related. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, because there's no other Brandos. Oh. Okay, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. Santiago Gonzalez Moorhead, you're... Welcome aboard. Morehead. Got it. Welcome. F you. Next F -U one. Indeed. Next oh. one. Next one. We're on a roll. Josh Braun. Strowman? Yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my two-year-old kid does that. He stands up on the couch with his belt in his hand. <laughs> yeah. I got an inflatable WWF universal title belt for my birthday. An it was inflatable inflatable what? an inflatable <laughs> WWF universal title belt. WWF. Yeah, that's how I like to say it. Yeah. Notice how I didn't put the E in there because I'm old school. Yes, you're just old. Shut up. So I tried to inflate it the first time. Mm. I, I inflated it all the way and I picked it up and it immediately popped. It just burst. Ugh. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, it's hanging on the wall in my garage. Oh, cool. Yeah, it so looks I'm, like a Yeah, it looks like, like a, a title belt. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Cool. Yeah, okay. I'm into it. Okay, well, Josh Braun... Star, <laughs> Braun Strowman, whichever you prefer. Welcome and F you. 
Alex Boris. Oh man, the hits just keep fucking coming. What? Alex Boris. F you and thank you. Xlax Borax. <laughs> now you're two chemicals. One makes you poop and one makes you throw up if you eat it, which you shouldn't because it's super bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the public service announcements of the week. Xlax Borax. I don't eat Borax. <laughs> thank you and F you. Okay. I'm going to try and pronounce this name. This is our final shout-out of the day. Okay. I'm going to try and pronounce this. Brando, I don't think, has ever heard this. The first name, Matthias. Sure. It's fine. Matthias, Matthias, Matthias. Mathieu. It's fine. Yeah. The next name has, like, consonants in a row that ought not to be in a row. Ooh. Matthias Quarfort. What? I'm just saying it how I think it should be said. So there's a Q and a fucking V, and then a D and a T. What? This doesn't make any sense. Matthias Korfart. Let's call him Matthew Korfart. Korfart. That's right on theme with our first legendary Creech. Ooh, is that a is that a segue or is that just me being super clever? Well, it's, it's me being super clever, but I want to just take one more second and say big thanks to all the patrons in the nation. Big thank you to all the new YouTube subs. Yeah. You're watching us on video right now. Maybe we appreciate it. Remember we, to like, subscribe, do all the things that YouTubers are supposed to say. Right. We appreciate you. That's it. That's the one that I say. Okay. Well, we appreciate everybody also if you're listening. Ah, well, I mean, everybody else is kind of just medium. Seven out of ten at best. They're fine. Yeah, totally fine. Zendikar Rising. Zendikar Rising. Speaking of just fine, Zendikar (laughs) Rising. (laughs) I think that we we owe it to ourselves and the listeners, but mostly ourselves, to talk a little bit about the 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 kind of the overarching feel of the set or the abilities, what to expect, that kind of stuff. Sure. Where do you want to start? Abilities? Mechanics? Yeah, yeah. Mechanics. That's, uh, okay. yeah, sh- Mechanics. Sure. We've got returning one in Landfall. Yeah, Everybody knows what awesome. that is, right? Everybody likes Landfall. Landfall's awesome. Land enters the battlefield under your control. Triggered ability, you get something. Something happens. And the something is usually pretty good. The cards are usually strong, and they're usually well-costed, in my opinion. Yeah, the ones that we're going to play anyways. Yeah, having I guess car- that's why we're going to play Yeah, them. having a card that says Landfall on it typically doesn't mean it's going to be like a weirdly costed or over-costed, under-costed card. I think that it's an undervalued mechanic as far as mana costs go. You know what it is about Landfall that I think makes it good is it's simple in that you know what you're going to get. You play a land, which you're going to do anyways, and you just just know. Or if you want to get more land, like lots of decks want to do or all decks want to do, you know what you're going to get. So there's no surprises. You know what I like with Landfall? There's a 5-5 five, five that costs 7 that makes other 5-5s five, that turn into lightning bolts. Never mm. heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Landfall. There's kind of a weird sub-theme of having, or like you or your opponent having 8-plus cards in our graveyard. Do we care about that? I think that's for limited and standard. Yeah, nobody gives a shit Don't about care. That. Okay. Party. Also for standard and maybe limited, but I think... Things that reference creature in your party, if your commander is a party creature type, that might like make those spells passable in decks that have that 
commander. I can see it going one of two ways. I one, guess, hold on, we should we should say what it is. I guess, what, what are the party creature types? Cleric? Warrior, rogue, and wizard. wizard. If you have those four creature types, you have a full party. Yes. Okay. So your thing will do some number of things. I think that it's going to go one of two ways. One, it's going to be a bunch of just janky, four-tribal, unfocused mm-hmm. schlock. Or they're going to turn into these good stuff decks where you're just playing really powerful cards because they have a warrior's type or a wizard type. Oh, yeah. And almost almost like a – I'm not going to say a hate bear deck, but the way people play hate bear decks is they're just kind of throwaway bodies, two twos for two or three threes for three, whatever, but you're playing them because they have some kind of control ability. Yeah. You're going to do that with your party creatures. Yeah, and I don't think any of the abilities at this point, party isn't – Something that's like, oh, this is totally worth diluting my tribal deck. So you're, I don't think it's going to make a huge impact until next year's corset, when it's obviously going to come back in the Forgotten Realms themed corset, and then we're going to see a bunch more. Yeah, then we're going to see a bunch more. Well, the the one of the commanders we're going to talk about today probably cares about party. Yes, and will maybe be that party control deck where if if we can find. Hate bears, control cards, combo pieces, even maybe that have the party creature types. Maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe. Okay. So we'll see that when we get to it. Next one, and this is the hard one. This is the one that everybody's talking about. All the buzz. Modal double-faced cards. MDFCs, in short. I think they're cool. I think they're cool. I like them. I think that I don't think people should be cutting land for them. Ooh, you don't I, say. I, <laughs> I love cutting in, land. <laughs> in, in certain situations that maybe we'll talk about later on the show you'll do that but i think that the cards are neat i've played with a few of them on shitty arena yeah and i think that they're cool they definitely bailed me out of a couple of sticky situations where where you needed a land you mean yep where it's like well i have this shitty thing but i don't have enough land or like this is no good because i don't have any land so you just play it as a land instead yep and i think that's pretty cool okay I'm, i think it's a if, i'm if into you, the mechanic i really like the the rare land cycle as well the ones we'll get to tomorrow but yeah we'll get to that tomorrow i guess baseline I want two baselines from you. Okay. If you want an effect that is the front side, like the card side, that has a land on the back that comes into play tapped, are you willing to pay more mana for the front side? Am I paying more mana for the front side? In most cases. Or if you're paying what is on rate for some effect that's printed on the card, but if it's a creature, the stats might be shittier. They're, they're just not as good because they give you the upside of having a land on the back. We'll look at some tomorrow. I guess. Are, are them... you willing to do that based on your experience right now? No. no. And okay. most of the ones that I've played are fine. You okay. know what? Like they're four fours for three and they're a bird of paradise for two or you know what I mean? Like it's not. Okay. It's not outrageous. It's not out there yet. At least yeah, with it, the ones that I've played so far. Yeah. It, it might just be like a turn behind what you'd expect. Yeah. Birds of Paradise or Mana Dork on one, that is. Right? Yeah, it's not outrageous. Again, it's not okay. It's not pushing them so far out of It's not fucking Megamorph. <laughs> okay, so you're saying it's not broken. Yeah, I don't think so. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> okay, second second baseline I want for me on these cards, because you've played with them, I haven't. Okay. In your limited experience, that is. Sure. The lands. Land on the back, land on the front. Enters the battlefield, tap both sides, no land type, so not fetchable. They don't enter tapped. The ones that land on front and back? The rare ones? I don't think they do. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, some okay. Some of them do. The the ones that that enter front and back tapped, they have to. Why? Well, they'd look, be, they'd be shitty up. if they open. Let's opened. look one up right now. I got I got the tabs open. Let's yeah. go down to land. 
Do it. This is the high quality ass fucking radio. No, do it. Go faster. You're not, you're not getting there fast enough. Right here. Holy shit, they don't. Yeah, they don't undertapped. They'd be oh, shitty neither. if they entered oh, tapped. Oh, fuck me. Okay, I thought, they, I thought they entered tapped. Okay, so. Hell no. No, they're good. They're cool. They're they're cool. My my second baseline I was going to ask you is, are they better than Guild Gates? Guild Gates give you two colors, just like these do. They're not fetchable by and large. There are gate-fetching cards. I get it. But sure. th- by and large, we're not playing gate-fetching fucking cards unless we're playing five-color shitty Golos. Yeah. Mazes and uh, deck. Are these better than Guild Gates? Do you run these instead of Guild Gates? Because turn two, Guild Gate will give me blue. Turn 19, it'll give me red. This will give me blue if I set it to blue the rest of the game. Yes, I think they're better than Guild Gates. Because they come into play untapped and they give you the color that you need. And the only time a Guild Gate would be better is if you really want to play your one drop on turn two and you kept a hand with no other land in it. Yeah. So... Okay. I I think they're really good. Both times that I've managed to play one or have played one. The land specifically? I've never wished, oh, I wish this gave me both because it gives me the one that I need and then the rest of my land gives me the other color. You just build a a mana base that is constructed close to properly exactly. and you should have the other land that you need? Exactly. If you can build a, a decent land base, these are really good because they'll always give you the color that you want and they come into play untapped. I, I like them. I like them a lot, and I think that people should pick them up now because they're going to be more later. Well the, well, the ones we're talking about are just commons. so they... They're rare as hell, man. What the fuck? <laughs> the ones that come into play untapped that are land on both sides are rares, man. Man, I suck. Yeah, you are the worst. <laughs> yeah, they are rare. You're really you're bad at this. That's my first podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> so pick up the one, like maybe not the, the, the high-end box topper super art ones. But uh-huh. get the regular old ass ones because they're going to be cards that you're going to play when you're building decks on a budget, and they're good. Oh I, man, I, they might get under. They're going to be underrated, I think. I'm uh, I'm I'm disappointed that they're fucking rare. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's a good rare land cycle. It's not like they reprinted fucking man lands in this set. Isn't there a man land? Oh yeah, box toppers man lands, man. Oh, yeah, you can open up your $100 single card, not foil, one in a box thing and get a fucking stirring Wildwood. I'm sure everybody's pumped for that. I do need a foil one. Oh, they're not foil, though. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, they're only foil if you open them in a collector booster. That's Because if you get the the Expedition Super Rare Masterpiece land in your collector booster that costs you 40 fucking dollars, you could get a foil full art stirring Wildwood because everybody wants that. That's it. And you know what? If if you're interested on our takes on the Expeditions, where to get them, the CCO Expedition Experience, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. This week, we've got a, a an Expedition video we're not going to cover them here other than what Brando just did and or if they just come up randomly in conversation. Yeah. Because we covered them kind of video form kind of on, on the channel already. So, yes. Legendary Creech. Should we get to it? Yes, we should. Okay, we will start alphabetically as we are wont to do with yet another attacky, attacky Boros Commander in Akiri Fearless Voyager. Yes, but... This one's got some tricks up her old sleeve there. Maybe. Do tell. All right. 3-3 three, three core warrior. So she's a partier. Okay. For three, that is white, red, one. When you attack a player with one or more equipped creature, draw a card. That is one equipped creature per player you attack. Yes. So if you hit three players, 
you draw three cards. So you're saying if you're playing attacking creatures in a Boros deck. Yes. And equipment in yes. a Boros deck, you're going to get to draw some cards. Agreed. Just wait, there's more. Okay. White, you may unattach an equipment from a creature you control. If you do, tap that creature and it gains indestructible until end of turn. That is regenerate, sort of, Ish. on a, a Boros card. Cool. Sure. Neat. What I think is really neat is if you have any of the equipment, I think you can you can play at least two of them, the white one and the red one, that equip as an activated ability separate from its equip ability at Ooh. instant speed. I'm excited to talk about those because I like those. Okay. I, d I don't remember what they're called. I remember cranial plating and I remember like, um, what's the blue one? Like not liquid stealth, metal coating. Stealth suit? Stealth suit? Is that Something it? Something stealth suit? Gives gives equipped creature shroud at yeah. instant speed. Yeah. The Boros. The Horned helmet I think was the green one. Oh, yeah. There's two in Boros. You can equip them and then you can unequip them to make your guy indestructible. So yeah. that's the trick. And you can do that like for each creature. Like you can just keep doing it over and over and over again. And this is a Boros card that says draw a card on it. Sure. So we can't we can't scoff at it too much. We can't scoff at it. It's just another I think it's another Boros card that does Boros things. If you're playing a white, red deck that has creatures that attack while they have equipment attached to them, this is a great commander for it. If you're not doing any of that stuff, you can probably pass. I think that this one's got some play because the draw card, it, it incentivizes you with the incentive that we actually want in draw card for doing the thing that Boros wants to do. Sure. So I think, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not that ex And yeah, it says draw card, but you got to think about how much deck space you're dedicating to. Now I need all these dudes, which you probably already have, but you're going to need more equipment to ensure you're going to have creatures equipped so that you can draw cards. Right? Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I think it's, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I'm not pumped about it. Like, I'm not going to buy this and run right out and build a new Boros deck. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's, that's where I'm coming at it from. Agreed. Healer's Headdress is the white one that equips at instant speed. Equip creature gets plus zero, plus two, and has tap. Prevent the next one damage that would be dealt to target creature or player this turn. Uh, okay. Yeah, you probably there's no reason why either of us would have remembered what that does. And sparring collar is the red one. Equipped creature gets first strike, and both of those cost two mana. And for the record, Nurok stealth suit is the blue one. There, there <laughs> we, it is. We were halfway there. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah, matters. yeah. Should we move on to the next creature? Next creature. Next creature is Ashaya Soul of the Wild. I got a question. Okay. At what point, and I think it was during Shards of Alara block or when Shards just came out, at what point did we decide that A-Y-A isn't Aya? Somebody said it's Aya. Who decided that? Like when Naya, and it's spelled N-A-Y-A, right? Naya. Who decided it's Naya? Who fucking decided? Naya is N-I-A. Tell me, Mr. Linguist. Uh, the same time that they started putting GTFO and LOL in the dictionary, there are no rules, <laughs> and you just do what everybody else is doing. And since it's a name, there's there's no reason. To, it's just a fucking crapshoot. Yeah, didn't you know that your name has a fucking X at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's silent. Because yeah. of course it is. Like yeah. You know what? It, there's no rules. It's a name. 
We can say it however we want. I used to work with a with a Russian girl. She played volleyball all over Europe for the university she went to. And she had a Moscow. sideways excl- exclamation point in her fucking name. There was six different ways to s- s- to say her name, six different ways, and they all had six different spellings. Jesus. Yeah, depending on like. Very loosely, she was like, yeah, kind of depending on what dialect I'm speaking or more specifically, like, what kind of socioeconomic class of people I'm telling my name to. Oh, my God. Depends on how I say it and depends on how I spell it. And she said three or four of the different ways to spell it and say it, like, the sounds and letters don't even exist in English. So she just puts, like, an X (laughs) to start her name. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy my name is Brando. Yeah. Oh. I'm so happy I got to look at it. Oh, wowzers. <laughs> Ashaya, Soul of the Wild. Give it a read. It is a star star for green green three power and toughness, each equal to the number of lands you control and non-token creatures you control are forest lands in addition to their other types. Lots of people saying, oh, well, now that this is a card, I'm running Armageddon. That'll, Armageddon, it's over, it's it's time, mass land destruction, totally a thing, running it in every white deck, Armageddon, gotta stop Ashaya, and all the Ashaya decks they're gonna get built, because there's gonna be so many of them. I think trolly commander people that just wanna say, oh, mass land destruction isn't taboo where I play, I think those people <laughs> just are looking for any fucking excuse to play mass land destruction. Yeah. No. It's like, it's like, uh... You know the type of people oh, that yeah. goes on goes on Facebook or Twitter just looking for a fight. Yeah. Just looking for anything on the media to say, oh, see, see, yeah, I fucking told you. <laughs> yeah, the same people that are like, oh, Armageddon, you can play it now. Because there's, if Ashaya's going to be top of EDHREC.com. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sh- get carried away. Yeah. Like, I don't know if she's going to, at first I was like, oh, this is cool. I like this. I think that this is going to be a really Cool general. I might play it in a couple of, of my my decks. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's neat. The more I thought about it, the more I just kind of feel like Blood her... Moon is better now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, it makes one of my favorite cards incredibly awesome. Yep. And two, I just don't know if she's that good. Apart from rift proofing your team, that's good, which is amazing. I think that's her that's her best attribute, and the rest of it kind of is meh. You know. I yep. think because if you're going to play green, you're probably going to play some like low to the ground dudes. And a lot of the low to the ground dudes in green already tap for mana because they're little elves. So I don't know. Like, is she redundant? Is she that good? I, I just don't know. Uh, you know. Is she better in the 99 of a different I, deck? I was just going to say in the 99 of a Celestia control deck where you could put your Armageddon and your Terra Eternal. Which makes lands indestructible. Ah. And you can play your Wrath of Gods, and when you Wrath, all your creature lands actually stay alive now. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Terra Eternal makes all lands indestructible, so it would be a non-bow with Armageddon, but I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, that's, that's cool. But yeah, I think she's more of a 99 card. I think there's going to be decks that she's going to fit in that are going to be really cool, but I'm not sure the Ashaya Soul of the Wild deck is going to be... I don't want to say it's going to be uninteresting, but I just, I just don't think it's going to be prevalent. You know what the little tricks that you see with her, like the Terra Eternal and the XYZ thing, are going to be the same tricks you see in all of them, right? Like decks that play life and limb. Decks that play life and limb are wanting, are wanting to do something with land that are creature, land, creature, land, creatures. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, if you have a bunch of landfall stuff in your green deck, cool. You know, if you're playing Rampaging Bailoff, then every time you play a creature, you're also going to get a beast, which yep. is cool. But, again, I think that that would be better served in the 99 of a deck, like maybe even an Omnath, where you play a creature, like a Azusa, and your Azusa gets you a 5-5, five five, right? That's yep. where I kind of see Ashaya having a home, as opposed to at the head of this landfall mono green thing yeah if it was it almost feels like this one wants to be the five color one yes but, oh, but if, it, if this was five color this would be real good yeah but it's the well then you'd be complaining about it being five color no i'd be like <laughs> oh i'm gonna build this i will i would build this if it was five color and i would have a lot of fun with it the deck would be totally jank and i think it would be great well it's the land one so it's mono green moving on i'm excited about this guy just because it's a little bit of a meme just because i can go Cherix and Eryx. Cherix, the, 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 what is it? The Raging Isle and Eryxmethes, the Slumbering Isle. Same deck. <laughs> you know that you're going to see Crab and Sea Monster Tribal with this. This is a 0-17. Holy the shit. The biggest toughness ever for Blue Blue 2. I get 17 toughness for 4 mana. Ooh. Fucking good deal. <laughs> no wonder it's blue. That could never be in... What's that guy? What's the Tree Folks colors? Oh, um... Doran. Yeah, it could never be in Doran colors, eh? Doran, but it, it could be it could be in the what's his name? The strategist? The the dragon, the elder dragon from M nineteen? You're asking too much of me right now, Ryan. <laughs> the one that lets defenders attack as though they don't have defender. This doesn't have defender. This doesn't have defender, but you could put some old enchantment on it from like fucking alpha or beta or whatever that says <laughs> this creature has defender. <laughs> you got a seventeen seventeen. Anyways, spells your opponent's cast to cost th that target Cherix cost two less. Two, two more. more. Sorry, it's fine. two more. That's a common water themed thing. They dive under. It's harder to shoot them. Yep. It's easier to shoot fish in a barrel actually because the shock wave kills the fish. Regardless, three Cherix gets. Plus X, minus X until end of turn, where X is the number of islands you control. Just remember, Sea Monster Tribal people, if you have like nine islands out, you can only activate this one Once. time. <laughs> <laughs> so is the magic number to try and get eight islands so you can turn them into a 16-1? Fuck yeah, it and is. They <laughs> give them infect and swing. Is that what the plan is with them? Like, what's the... This is another one that seems more like a meme than something that you're going to build around. You just pump his butt. And then you then you activate that ability like three times, and then you just kill somebody. You give them butt pump. <laughs> yeah, give them the old butt pump. That's the dump pump. But like, I, I don't know. <laughs> give them the old butt chug, pump dump pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a fun one. Like it, it's cool. I think he's kind of neat. I'm looking forward to seeing, because I'm sure there's something that we're missing with him. I'll bet you there's going to be a deck that just blows people away. Well, you know what? And they they were clever because they made him a Leviathan, so he fits into the things that care about Leviathan, serpents, octopus, right? They made him fit into that already, so he can be in the 99 of Sea Monster Tribal. He could be Leviathan Tribal himself if that's a thing. It's not really. I want fucking Crab Tribal. We'll get there. I want revenge crabs. That's the deck I'm going to build. <laughs> this guy's my new commandy. Moving on. It'd have to be blue red. And you know what you could put in that deck because it's revenge themed? Brash Taunter. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm going to get him in in every episode, aren't I? Oh, baby. I'm very excited <sighs> yeah, about that. Yeah. And then on Cherix will become a 16 1 and then deal damage to Brash Taunter and then it'll kill somebody. There it is. Yeah. See? Double the damage with, with a Furnace of Wrath effect and then have Brash Taunter deal 
Double double. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's like sixty four damage or whatever. It's perfect. Whatever it is, I don't it, know. Whatever. It's, it's flawless. The next legendary creature is Drana the la- Drana 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 the last butt. Let me try that again. Her name is Drana the last butt cheek, and she is a four four flyer for black black three. And whenever she attacks, defending player chooses a non-legendary creature in your graveyard. You put that shit back into play with a plus one, plus one counter on it. It is a vampire in addition to its other types. Drana, the left butt cheek. Sure. She reanimates when she attacks. It's pretty good. You got to fill your own graveyard, which we're probably going to do. You're playing black. You can do it. Okay. This is a fine card. I don't think it's doing anything really interesting. Personally, I just don't find this interesting. If I want to reanimate, I want to use a a smaller spell to do that. I want to spend one or two or maybe three mana to reanimate. Or I want a card like Dread Return that lets me do it from my graveyard after I mill myself, which I'm going to be doing in this deck anyways. Or I want something like the the one where it's four mana, but you can flash it back for white. White three or whatever. Yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah, I don't the know guy the in the ca- the 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 jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enemy out. And then you do, and then you do again because that's what the card does. Yeah, this is going to give you multiple reanimates, maybe because it does it on attack, and she's a flyer, so she's hard to block. Right. So this is fine, but I don't expect to see a ton of this. Like, I don't expect to see a ton of Drana decks. I yeah. expect them to be in Vampire Tribal. Yeah. I can't wait for Commander Legend to come out and give us Vampire Tribal that isn't fucking Edgar Markov. I still think Edgar Markov is going to be better than whatever they print. Oh, you know, 100% yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> but if we get something new that can maybe divert some of the attention away from Edgar because there's a different, maybe Mardu, maybe three-color Vampire Legend. Sure. That isn't $30 like Edgar Markov is. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Drana will go on that deck. <laughs> yeah, she will. She's she's a fine card. Again, yep. just I don't. I'm I'm right there with you. I don't think that she's super duper duper exciting. You're investing a lot into her, and you're never ever going to get the thing you want unless you've again devoted a ton of deck space. Yeah, to like, sculpting your. Gra- y- and why bother doing all of that graveyard sculpting so that somebody has to pick your creature when you could just play a fucking reanimate? Yeah, you got to play the the crook of condemnations and the relic of relics of progenitises. Yeah, to make it so we get what we want after we've already milled ourselves. Yeah, there's just too much pain for not enough gain in my in my estimation. And if you put Drana in Edgar Markov, you're not going to get an eminence ability vampire thing when Drana's Drana's reanimate ability resolves because Edgar you have to cast. Important. Yeah. So Important just thought I'd clarify that. Moving on. Mo- we talked about Carricks or Eric's and Cherricks. Yes. This is our our buddy Hogak. This is his friend Grackma. <laughs> <laughs> Hogak and Grackma. Grackma the Sky Cleave Sky Clave. Sky Clave Ravager. I want to be a cleave ravager. I keep looking at that picture thinking it's three things. Like not one thing. It looks like three individual things to me. Well, it is. And it is just... a hydra with three heads. A hydra horror for green, black, one, zero, zero. Enters a battlefield with three plus ones on it. So a three, three for three. Sure. Limited all-star. When another creature you control dies, if it had a plus one on it, put a plus one on Grackmaw. Okay. When Grackmaw dial- dies... 
create an XX black and green Hydra creature token where X is the number of plus ones on Grackmaw. I'm throwing it out right now. This is the foil rare I open in my box. Oh, yeah? Throwing it out there right now because this is... I do not give a shit about this card. There's not really any Hydra thing that people come to expect with a legendary Hydra. Yeah, it feels like a... They should have just made him cost green, black, white... Called him Abzan creature number seventy six. That cares about counters. Them. Yeah, like, yeah. There it is. Who cares? There are creatures that do it better. There are creatures that do it. And this more guy doesn't even go in the in the Hydra deck because yeah. all the Hydra commandies are green. Exactly. Like he's just. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. It's a. It's a fine card for limited. Maybe for standard. I don't know. But as far as EDH goes. I just think that there are better things that you could use deck slots on. Like yeah. anything. Well, it's like, yeah, if you want to make... Oh, now my Hydra deck can have black in it. Well, what are you gaining? Plus ones? No, those are all in green. Card draw in black? Well, no, green can do that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moving it, on? Moving on to Kaza the Royal Chaser. Ooh, baby. Human, wizard, relevant creature types there. Yeah. Party, wizard, human, all good. Red, blue... One, two, flying haste. Cool. We're, we're doing good so far. This is a good one. Tap. The next instance or sorcery spell you cast this turn costs X less, where X is the number of wizards you control. As the ability resolves. As the ability resolves. So if you tap this just by itself, it essentially gives you one mana. Yes. This is sort of like Priest of Titania is for elves. Two, two or sorry, a two-drop that gives you green for every elf you control. Yeah. This lets you cast instants and sorceries for cheaper for every wizard you control by tapping it. Neat. Weird templating on the ability. Fine, it is what it is. They probably did that for a reason or for clarity purposes. I think they did that because they didn't want it to say tap, add mana. Yes. Equal to whatever. But also, if they didn't have that last little bit in there, you would people would tap it and then maybe play two more wizards or play a... Like that uh, summon the school or whatever it is that gives you more wizards. Mm. And then maybe they, oh, now I can cast by things for cheaper because I have three wizards instead of one. Or, right? Or when you have, like, this is not a mana ability. So you might not be able to activate it. That was That's another thing. Or if this is your only wizard and you activate the ability because you have priority, somebody kills it, the ability will resolve. You'll have zero wizards. So your thing won't be X less anymore. No, it'll still be one because it's nope. as the ability resolves. Yeah, but this will be dead. Oh, yeah. This will be dead. Oh, that's even so you'll better. have zero wizards when the ability resolves because somebody killed it before the ability resolved oh, and it was sick. your only wizard. So Feel this bad. card is not quite as powerful as I've heard people talk about it being because of the that clause at the end. But the comparison to Priest of Titania, I think, still holds some water because we're going to play wizards. There are lots of them. There are combos with lots of them in blue and red. I would want to cast instants and sorceries for cheaper because that's because you're sometimes playing, that's how you fucking combo because you're playing blue red and yeah. that's what your deck is supposed to do. So I think the card is powerful, not quite as powerful as people say, but I'm not sure where it kind of fits on the on the slider, as it were, the com- the the competitiveness slider. Is she going to take down a Traxa? Is she going to have a ton of builds? No. No. She's no. a she, is she going to be in the 99 of a bunch of spell slinger decks? Could be. Yep. Yep. That she is. Could be. This this one might be the one where it's like holy fuck that, that completely casual wizard tribal get 
cool fucking whatever instants and sorceries, but you can slide it all the way to like fringe competitive just based on the mana cost and that it's a commander that gives you mana the turn you cast it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I di- also, I, I dig that. I really like the picture. Everybody's digging that thing I that re- she's riding. I really like that. She's like surfing on a some kind of stick that's on fire. I really like that picture. It I like kind, it a lot. It kind of reminds me of of Jim on Treasure Planet. I've made a Treasure Planet reference exactly one time on the show before, and like people <laughs> dug it. Maybe it was on Twitter. People <laughs> dug it. So there's your Treasure Planet reference, everybody. Excellent. Shall we move on? Let's do it. To Lynn Valla, Shield of the Seagate, or Shield of Seagate? Yeah, Seagate. This is 3-3 Angel Wizard. Again, relevant creature types. Mono white five color angel Aaron is probably pumped about this one. Yep. This is blue white one flying. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you have a full party. Okay. There's our first part. And it's in two colors. Yeah. (laughs) Choose target non-land permanent opponent controls until end of turn. Its abilities can't be activated. It can't attack or block. It's detained. Yes. Okay, sure. Sacrifice Linvala. Choose Hexproof or Indestructible. Creature you control, gain that ability until end of turn. This is another card that goes in the 99 of a party deck. I, again... Because it's a wizard. Because it's a wizard, and it says... And its ability doesn't work unless you have a very specific setup of creatures in play at that exact moment. Yep, and this is going to be your Sisse Weatherlight Captain or your Tazri Legendary Creature fucking party deck yeah. yeah five color party deck and this is the one that you can search for because it's legendary with sisse either one and it's a wizard that you can search for with tazri that we're going to talk about in a minute yes so okay not not a commandy i i don't think so nice art though very cool i also like that we can have the conversation we can have this exact conversation ryan is linvala this lady here or is it that seagull that's in the fr- in the foreground oh. is linvala a seagull or an angel Based on previous iterations of Linvala, I have to assume that Linvala is a shape-shifting angel, and it's the seagull. Because there's no seagulls in any of her other arts. I agree, so why would one just show up? Because she's she's like hiding out. She's being secretly protective of this other just random unnamed angel. That's yeah, what I think is happening. Maybe. That's yeah. what I think is going on. She's like, oh, man, I better fly around here because I might have to sacrifice myself to protect this other angel so she can do her thing. Linvala, shield of seagull. Yep. 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 There it is. We got there. Now, here's one that people have been talking about at length. And I don't... We got some bangers coming up in this review. We've got like a couple in a row that are really good. Let's start with Morag. Morag. The uh, ultimate hint is a 6-6 six, six for red, red, four. That's my favorite power, toughness, and mana cost. It is a Minotaur Warrior. Each creature you control gets plus one, plus oh for each time it has attacked this turn. And Landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, if it's your main phase, there is an additional combat phase after this phase. The beginning of that combat, untap all creatures you control. Whoa. Morag. Fury of Akum. You didn't read his whole name. That's Morag. Great. Yeah. We all know who I'm Mo- talking sounds about. Like, sounds like a black creature name. But Mo- moist Rag. Moist Rag. That sounds like a CCO <laughs> nickname. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Plus one for each time they've attacked this turn. Automatically, that's already good. It's already cool. That's I like that. already good in extra turn dot deck because you're going to get plus ones, you're going to get plus twos, you're going to get plus threes. Yes. Okay. Landfall, get an extra combat. Ooh. N- not separated by a main phase. Remember that. Very combat, important. Combat, 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 combat. 
And the land has to come into play during a main phase. Yes, which is unique to this card apart from other landfall cards. Yes. So we got the rider text out of the way, right? Yeah, and I, th I think that that's just so you can't put a sword of the, what is it, the Animist on this yes. guy and then just attack forever. That's yes. why they did that. Yes, correct. Holy shit, though. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, oh buddy, this is... This card, and I, I know that everybody's talking, like, there's there's all these things, you build up fetches, you crack them, you, you, you do all the things. I know that things like scape shift and stuff exist where you can just sacrifice everything and landfall 10 at once during your main phase one and get like 10 combats. Your guys are going to get plus one, plus two, plus three, plus four, plus five, plus all the whatever, right? Yeah. This card at six mana might go in my lands deck for me to find <laughs> and then attack with, like attack with something, probably man lands. And it might actually at six mana make me able to run more lands because I can take things like Obnixilis out, retreat to Hagra out. I at that that right there is eight mana and two cards. I can replace one six mana cards. One six mana card in Moreg replaces two cards that have a total CMC of eight right off the bat. I also play a a what is it, tunneling geopede. Landfall yeah. deals one damage to everybody. Yep. That makes my total mana pips 11 that I'm taking out with Moreg at six. So I'm saving five damage off of Ad Nauseum and I get to run two extra lands, Ooh. which lets me see deeper down into the deck with Ad Nauseum. This card in my niche, weird, crazy, stupid build actually holds some water. It also acts as a backup win condition in my Omnath deck because now I can, like those five fives were beaters before. Now. Now. Now there's six fives. At the very least. There's six fives if you've reached the point in the game where you've gotten every single land out of your deck, <laughs> which I've seen you do on multiple occasions. Yes. So I, I'm excited for this guy. I think he's cool. I'm excited to see the decks that come out of him. I like this a lot. Yeah. I really do. You can look up, I'm sure you can just Google Moreg combos and you can find all the different ways that you can just continuously get mana onto the battlefield during a main phase. And in red like stompy aggro deal lots of damage dot deck like you don't even you don't even need to do it infinite like you could have just the the artifact guy that puts a land onto the battlefield the walking atlas walking atlas you play your land for turn extra combat boom walking atlas another one boom that extra one could have been like a fetch land or an evolving wilds or whatever another one Three extra combats. Do the math on three extra combats just on Moreg. He attacks once, so he does seven, and then he gets plus two the next time he attacks, so that's nine more. Then he gets plus three the next time he attacks, that's... Twelve more? Sure. I don't know how it's exactly It's fucking lost. It's, it's commander damage lethal to somebody. Yeah. So, so he's cool. I like him lots. I think we're going to, and I think there's a range of ways you could build him. He'd even be a cool goblin commander. Yep. You In know go what? Go wide he, strategies. That'd be cool, man. You know what he does feel like, though? He feels like Neheb the, Neheb the one that gives you mana for damage. Yes. It feels like that. When it came out, it was like, oh my God, this is the fucking craziest thing. How often do you see that deck? Never. How often do you see it in the 99? sometimes sparingly at best yes i think that this is gonna end up like that but where it's good it's gonna be fucking hella good just like oh, neheb absolutely 100 percent. speaking of hella good let's move on okay one of your favorite characters one of my very favorite characters in all of magic i'm gonna i'm gonna argue continues to slide a little bit 
Although he does have the best art here in he's, Omnath, he's, Locus of Creation. He's letting himself slip a little. He's letting himself slip a little bit. <laughs> All right. Red, green, white, blue, white. He grew a white arm. We don't want to know what he's going to grow next. Oh, we know what he's going to grow next, Ryan. Uh, yep. 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 Can't have five arms. He'd be definitely lopsided. Four, four for four. Baseline. Sure. Yeah, pretty good. It's fine. Okay. Legendary creature elemental, so he's not going to be in your party. Nope. Okay, let's... Enters the battlefield, draw a card. Why does he have that? Everybody keeps saying. Because that's the blue ability. Yeah, because it's there's a blue pip in his casting cost. Yes, he's got a blue hand. Maybe that's the hand he gives himself the stranger with. <laughs> Landfall. Land enter battlefield under your control. If it's first one, gain a life. Gain four life, sorry. There's the white hand. Yes. If it's the second one, you add red, green, white, blue to your mana pool. There's the green hand. That's it. If it's the third one, it deals four damage to each opponent and each planeswalker you control. You don't control. Yes. Yeah, because that would be terrible otherwise. Yes. <laughs> yes, that would be very bad. That's the red hand. Yes. So he's got an ability for each hand. God, can you imagine what the fuck the, the five-color one's going to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if they troll us and give us a colorless one? Eldrazi come back and, and like, spatwink him and, like, he gets colorless. Ryan, you were aware how often the things that we say get either lifted <laughs> or happen. I don't want They're that to happen. They're just going to troll us. Oh. Okay. This guy is powerful. This is your four-color lands commander, I think, where having three lands enter the battlefield on a turn is not unheard of because you can play literally every single fetch land, every single one, Yep. and find whatever you want. Correct. You can play the myriad landscapes, the evolving wilds, the budget version, right? Yep. You can play the, the combos that exist with him that allow you to blink him when he insta-blinks, fast blinks. He comes back and he's a new thing, so when he sees land re-enter the battlefield again, he's going to give you his... First one, second one, third one abilities again. So like the dual caster ghostly flicker thing where you copy the ghostly flicker and you flicker the dual caster to copy the, the ghostly flicker. You can flicker Omnath and then you can just like... Draw a bunch of cards. Draw, draw your whole deck. Right. And then when you draw your whole deck, then you can do your whole combo because you can, instead of blinking Omnath, once your hand is in your, your deck is in your hand, you blink a land because you can blink a land with ghostly flicker and you can just tap it in response to blinking it and it comes back untapped, and you can make infinite mana of any color of your deck. So it's just like every other multicolored command that lets you draw your whole deck and make infinite mana. Uh, Sick. Yeah, yeah, I monologued for, for all of that, and then you, you summed it up. Yeah. I think, like we've said a couple times, there's going to be a range, though. You're going to yeah. see fun landfall dot deck with Omnath, and you're going to see pretty powerful omnath i think that this one is akin to what what do they call moist omnath was the one before this that had blue in him that's what we're gonna call him i think that this one is he's either gonna do the shit that you just said yes which is incredibly powerful but not necessarily unique to omnath because there's lots of commanders that can do that or he's gonna be kind of a disappointment commander to a lot of people because i think people look at this and think oh i can play all the ramp i can do all the stuff i'm gonna get three lands every turn it's so awesome it doesn't happen like that all the time yeah i play a 65 land dot deck and i don't get three lands a turn like all the time yeah i played 42 land dot deck and i have hands where i don't even have fucking three land in my open like <laughs> it's it's crazy and i think that for land for life who fucking cares yeah. let's be honest who gives a shit the four mana is great. It's it's terrific, but yep. four mana floating in the air might not get you more land. 
and then the four damage to everything again tremendous but it's not going to happen all the time so i think that he's good he's he's very powerful but if you just kind of build him casually as like oh just the landfall commander i think he's going to underperform apart from having four colors in him yep that's that's just my 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 look at him i think that i don't think he'd be a good 90 in card in the 99 and I think that as a commander, he's going to swing wildly, both in expectation and power level. So I think he's going to be great. I'm excited to see what people come up with him. Uh, not something I'm going to build, but I am going to fucking get one. You know what? I just realized you don't even need to draw your whole deck because you can, every time you blink him and he's a new object, you blink your land three times and you hit that third landfall ability and you deal four to each opponent. Yeah. And then you blink him again and you blink your land three times you don't even need to draw your whole deck yeah you'll draw your deck incidentally yeah. you, you hope you don't draw your whole deck before <laughs> you kill everybody that's what it is there it is all right moving on uh, i like i like your take on omnath swing wildly just like his fifth appendage is going to exactly uh next up is our bio box promo everybody there was a buyout this guy inspired a buyout ryan on, oh, yeah? a, on some card yeah Aura Skyclave Herophant. All right. This is a 3-3 core cleric. He's a partier. He's a party man. Black, white, two, lifelink. When Aura Skyclave Herophant or another cleric you control dies, return target cleric with lesser converted mana cost from your graveyard to the B. It's inspired a buyout on Edgewalker. Yes. The one that makes your cleric spells cost white, black, less. Yes. Ah. Fuck, who cares? You, you, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. It doesn't work with Shadowborn Apostles. It like it. It doesn't matter. We have a friend who plays Black White Cleric Tribal. Really? Yes, we do. And that deck isn't very good. So who the fuck plays that? Corey. Never heard of her. Yeah. There's a black. There's a black white cleric oh, tribal yeah, deck there is. in our meta. Okay, and it hasn't got a lot of support. Ever. Well, maybe this is it. And I don't know if this is the card that's going to do it. I think people are all pumped to play this. Oh, it's going to be clerics. What the fuck? Who did you, clerics? They know. There's a couple good clerics. The one that taps to prevent damage for each cleric you control. There's a couple of good everythings, Ryan. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the couple of goods everything on the next card. But I don't know. I think if you want to build cleric tribal, this is a great place to start. Yep. It's a great card, great ability, really cool. But I don't, I don't know. I. It's, it's another tribal deck. For another maybe undersupported tribe, this is something which that they, I do appreciate. Yeah. We and we say that lots on the show, right? This is a thing that they could have saved for Commander Legends. That's what this feels like to me. This is a Commander oh, Legends yeah. card where they're they're supporting. Like, hey, I think it'd be cool to have a cleric commander. Here's one. Let's make him a fucking core just so we can put him in Zendikar because we don't have any more room. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the feeling I get off of this one. Okay. Well, what you say a couple of good everything's. This is Phylath World Sculptor. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, I think it's a rock with two left arms and one right arm that's having a conversation with a glowing. I think that's a green rabbit, and he just got shot in the chest with a cannon, and he's kind of on fire a little bit. That's what I'm getting out of that. Accurate. I love that picture though. I don't know what it is. But I like it. I like the scale of it. It could be it could be that he's talking to Omnath. That could be Omnath in his hand, and he's way big. Did I just blow your mind? The scale of it? Oh, a little bit, yeah. yeah oh, that's so I like that's it a little tiny now. little Omnath, and he's big because his ability is when he enters a battlefield, you get a zero one green plant creature token for each basic you control. Have you seen the plant tokens from Zendikar? Yes, I have. Aren't they cool? Also, yes. I like them lots. Yeah. So this kind of does what Avenger of Zendi does, right? It's like 
but basic Zendi. Like shitty Avengers. This is pumpkin spice Zendi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Landfall. Enters the battlefield. Put four plus one counters on target plant you control. So this is go tall Avenger of Zendikar pumpkin spice. Yes. Holding a baby Omnath. Yes. This is Mandalorian baby Omnath Avenger of Zendikar drinking pumpkin spice. Yes. That's ex- <laughs> All of the things you said are 100% true. Holy fuck. I hope nobody asks me to alter that. <laughs> I'll have to go back and take notes. <laughs> well, you could just draw like a little little robe on the little baby Omnath and then he's baby Yoda and yeah. then that's it. And then you could put a little pumpkin spice in his hand there and that, that tree. That was, that, was a, that was a deep, that was that's a, like I went deep there. Yeah, man. I don't know. Is this card good? It's go tall for basic land Avenger of Zendikar. It's plant tribal. For six mana instead of seven. This is a plant tribal commander. That's what this is. Is that it? Because you don't have to use the plant tokens. There's all kinds of plants. You can play like Vine Lasher Kudzu or some kind of fucking plant. Fuck, you went there. Yeah, like. You got there. You just had that one reference I, just I, ready to I, go. I, I just had one plant in my head <laughs> that I can remember. I don't remember is what Benjamin it is. Is Benjamin a plant? Maybe. Maybe. But there's lots of plants, I'm sure, that are just randomly. The other day I was playing a game with Smitty and one of the, the mana dorks he plays is a plant. He's an elemental. You know, like there's lots of plants and you play him in your thing and now they're big so i think he's cool i think he's he's all right i think avenger of zendikar is better in every way but he's fun he's cool and he has a great picture turns out 37 creatures with the creature type plant and you could also play the the land what's the the plant land i don't remember colony colony heart expedition that's an enchantment or colony heart garden colony garden colony garden got, got there. there got we, there we yeah, did it yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay so sure, yeah. Genesis playing? Hydra is a plant. Did you know that? Did not. Yeah, plant cool. Hydra. All right. Well, it's, so it's it's yeah. it, it is what it is. I think that that's fine and cool. Good on them for printing a couple of commanders that are for again undersupported tribes who will probably result in some really interesting decks getting built. Good on them. Yeah, that's it. All right. Next up, Tabarax Hope's Demise. Tabernacle Hope's Demise. Tabarax. He's, he's swearing against the altar in French. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy about? He's a. I like him. He's going to help us take down and get our email back. Shitseopodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Goddamn right. He's a 2 2 flyer for black. Two has lifelink as long as he has five or more plus one plus one counters on it. Whenever another non token creature you control dies, put a plus one plus one counter on him. If that creature was a cleric, you may draw a card and you lose one life. So he goes in the aura deck. He goes in every aristocrat. Deck as a, a beater, a Shadowborn Apostle deck. Yeah, you sacrifice six apostles or whatever to search for a demon, and you just draw six. Yeah, this guy is powerful in that deck. Maybe, and I don't have a ton of experience playing against Apostle decks, but I've gone through and looked at Apostle lists in mass for Project Nightmare Fuel, all the altered art cards that I'm doing. Yeah, like I look at so many Apostle cards and decks and lists, and just fucking all the time, it's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> This guy could be the best demon in that deck. And cool. at three mana, 2-2 two, two life, uh, sorry, two, well, sort of a 2-2 two, two life linking flyer for well, you, three. You pay him and then you sack more apostles and then he's a then giant life linker, right? fucking beats and he gets huge. Yeah. So he gets huge, man. So he is another one that's a card for the 99 because I don't think he's going to be helming the Shadowborn Apostle deck, do you? Do you think? Oh, fuck, he could. He could. He could. He's legendary. I forgot that. Yeah, that's that's the, why we're talking That's about why him. we're talking about him right now, man. <laughs> Jesus. And he costs three only. Three drop commanders are powerful. I think he's not bad. I, again, I think he there. There you go. He's set up pretty specifically to helm one very specific deck. Other than that, he's a ninety nine er card. He's strong. He's good. But you know what? Somebody is going to find that that infinite sacrifice type loop, 
and he's going to get huge and he's going to beat. That's kind of the, the 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 swing for the other fence. Yeah. Is Shadowborn is is maybe the common use. 99 is kind of like the whole field and then that right field fence that's real low at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That's why they get all those booking booking sluggers. Anyways, yeah, I think there's going to be a combo with him. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Speaking of combos. Whole oh, baby. Let's just let's talk about her again. It's hey, j- can we talk about the throwbacks to old Zendikar? We've had a couple with Omnath and with the cores and different characters we've seen in the past and the the vampires with the face paint, they look like Amazonians and stuff, right? Tazri thrown back to allies. No allies in the set. I wish they did that more often. Do you think that they did this so that you have a you can just replace your general Tazri with this one? Yeah, maybe. This one maybe doesn't have the stigma that the other one has. Can you still find Zada with this? Is Zada a warrior? Zada is a goblin ally. Oh, so, so you can so you still actually can. Yeah, you Lenny, can. fucking Lenny, do it. Make it happen. No, this is the one. You so if your general Tazri deck is getting too much hate, yep. replace it with this. Okay, so this this is Tazri Beacon of Unity. Bacon of Unity, a 4-6. Nothing to scoff at. Yeah. For white, 4, so 5 all in. Is that what the old Tazri costs? Who cares? Yeah. One less to cast for each creature in your party. So this is going to be just the random party commander that's just going to get benefit from having party. It's also an ally deck. And allies all have creature types. So... There's going to be warriors and rogues and all that shit. Wizard ally and shit. Yeah, because yeah, okay. you're playing allies. Yeah, okay. This card could cost just white yep. if you had a full party. Correct. Okay. Now, this is where it gets weird. We've got to split like a hybrid mana cost. It's color and then two generic. So you could pay color or two generic. Two and a blue, two or black, two, red, two, green. Right. So four or some combination more than four. So we have our gener- our white five-color commander. Oh, I've never seen that before. The one in that we get in every set. Okay, so you look at the top six of your library, you may reveal up to two cleric, rogue, warrior, wizards, and or allies. There's the throwback to allies from among them and put them into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom in a random order. So you put them into your hand. That's not very good. Well, unless, you have, unless you're playing allies, which you probably are, in which case the allies all care about when you cast them, don't you? Or is this when they come into play? Oh, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Sure. It's, a, it's an it, ally it, commander. It, it doesn't search your whole library like the old Tazri. Never mind. This one can That's why I say it's, sand. It's the, it's the depowered one. If your general Tazri deck is getting too much hate, you replace it with this one, and your deck probably does the exact same thing it does now, just a little bit less good. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And you could say it's, uh, you don't have to say anymore, it's not that Tazri, it's not Food Chain Tazri, Combo, CDH Tazri, if that's even a deck anymore. But um, but you can still play Tazri Allies. Yeah, sure. You, you can still play your Tazri deck and you're going to get way less shit on for it. Yeah. And that's always cool. Okay, moving on. We didn't talk about this mechanic, a returning mechanic, at the beginning of the show, along with the other abilities from the set. Sure. Kicker. This is the... Kicker Tribal Commander. Oh, shit. Kicker's back. Yeah, yeah. The Invasion, the set that never stops giving. That's I, when it was originally introduced, people. Except, except for Kicker. I don't like Kicker very much. You get out of CCO Nation. I just don't like it. I think that a lot of the times the initial spell is a little bit underpowered. Not undercosted, but underpowered a little bit. Yeah. And then the full-on kicked version, in most cases, is overcosted. Overcosted, yeah, but the, the ability is good. It's cool. It's just not necessarily my jam especially when it's only on two colors in blue green and the x for a zero zero serpent that comes into play for with x plus ones did you you say the name i will in a minute okay (laughs) 
<laughs> X is the amount of mana spent to cast it. And whenever you kick a spell, you can remove two plus one plus one counters from Verizol, the split current. And if you do, you copy the spell. Okay, so if you kick it, you copy the kicked version. That's first and foremost. Now, what if you're playing it with multi-kicker? Also, multi-kicked, when you multi-kick something, the card is kicked. Okay. Yes. So you, so you don't you, kick you, again. No. Also, why is it called kicker? What the f what the hell? They didn't know what they were doing in 2000. That's when they made it. <laughs> they didn't fucking know. You ever played Invasion Limited? It's like somebody was just sitting around all drunk. Oh, that's a kicker. <laughs> and then <laughs> guaranteed, hey, Mark Rosewater's sitting there smoking a cigar after he fucking designed a set. Hey, fuck, we need some kicker for this set. <laughs> hey, f Mark, can we call it kicker? No, that's a terrible idea. I want pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> and then the next day, hey, guys, I had a great idea. We need a kicker for this set, right? Let's call it Kicker. <laughs> and then everybody's standing there with their picture of Spider-Man, and they're like, ah, oh, shit. Ah, oh, fuck. I thought you wanted Spider-Man. <laughs> That's a great idea, Mark. Let's call it Kicker. I know. Yeah. That's my Mark Rosewater voice. Is it, am I close? I think so. Okay. I think you sound just like it. But yeah, so it's the Kicker commander. It's the Kicker tribal. It's fine. Uh, of note, amount of mana you spent to cast to cast Verizol, the split current, right? So commander tax counts. Yep. And that blue green prior to paying X is also mana spent to cast it. Yeah. So, so you, you can make this guy as big as your heart's content. I'm a big fan of those. I wish that Hydras did that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Where yeah. it was X is equal to the amount of mana spent. Because then if you just play it for one you can get a one one guy you know what i mean oh x I, equals zero you still get a one one or a two two yeah i, I like that maybe I, that's I, maybe that's the direction probably it won't be because then it's inconsistent with other hydras and you there's too much math and yeah bookkeeping i guess yeah but ah. I, I i like that way of templating a card but past that it's if you want to build a kicker deck that's blue and green there you go yeah they've they've provided another commander masters commander in zendikar oh i don't know about that I don't think we'll see Kicker and Commander Masters. Well, it's, just, it's just a thing that they could put into Commander Legends. Like, you know what I mean? It's here's an undersupported thing. Yeah. Let's do it. And I know why they put it here. I get it. But that's the feeling that I get. It's I like, wish that this was the five color one, though. Let's give him a Kicker command. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's do that. Uh, next up, we have Yasharn Implake, Implacable? Implacable? Implacable Earth. Implacable Earth. This is the hate boar is the joke, right? Haha, <laughs> four, 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 four. It's a double bear. It's a boar. Got it. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for a basic forest, basic plains. In two turns, you'll always have your commander tax to replay it because it's going to find you those land. So it kind of feels a little bit like cast a creature, search for a plains or forest on Karametra, God of Harvest. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Kind of feels like I that. I was just thinking that. Kind of feels like that, but all on one thing instead of having to cast extra shit like on Karametra. Right. Players can't play life or sacrifice non-lands to cast spells or activate abilities. Activate abilities is a good one because you can't sacrifice shit to your... Phyrexian altar. Phyrexian altar, your Ashnod's altar, your... Visceraseer. Yeah, I was going to say the Scry one, but Visceraseer is the one, yeah. You can't pay life to Necropotence. Yeah. People are like, oh, this is the Stax Commander, this is Stax Commander. No, it's not. This is like... How often do you see the the angel that has hexproof that says your opponents can't sacrifice shit? How often do you see that? Yeah, it's very mind rare. you that cost that card costs like seven or whatever, right? Yeah, this this one's a little bit more on rate. I think that you might see her show up. I am gonna I am gonna run it in Atraxa. I'm I'm gonna try it. It does turn off fetch lands, which is cool. 
Uh, you're right. Because you can't pay life. Yeah, okay. So I I think that it's pretty good. I think that it's a solid card. I don't think that it's a stacks mander, like you say, but I think it's cool. I think it's a good tool in the toolbox of cards, and I think that you're going to see it around. It, it's going to pop out of a few decks. I, you know what? And I was a little bit wrong. Sigarda is the angel. Sigarda says spells and abilities your opponent's control can't cause you to sacrifice permanence. Yeah. So and and that card costs five. This one costs four and says your opponents can't do that stuff. Yeah. And we should note as well, players can't, so we can't either. Yes. And and that also counts for additional costs like Cathartic Reunion, how you have to, as an additional cost, discard a card. Costly Plunder, additional cost, sack a creature, fling, sack a creature, yep. right? So we can't do those kinds of spells. So if we're playing those, we can't. If we're playing fetch lands, we can't. Right. But this lets us find land, so maybe we don't need to... to to play fetch lands? You don't need to rely on your fetch lands as much. I think it's cool. I do. But it says basic, though. So when your four color attracts a deck, like, how many basic forests and plains are you are you running? Your pl- a few. And since people have started to listen to me and everybody's running Blood Moon, those basic forests and plains are going to come into <laughs> mad handy. What about, what about the, what about the one, the, the blue Blood Moon? What's it called? Back to Basics. Back play, to Basics. You playing that one in Atraxa? No. Because I've I've I'm leaning more on on my taxes in my instead of denial sorry, instead of man or instead of prison I guess yeah taxes because I think that it, people have been less affronted by me playing things that make them pay a little bit more as opposed to letting them not play magic yes you're moving the game down the turn clock as a means to give yourself more time by taxing people that's a little bit less offensive yeah as opposed to just turning the game off and then nobody gets to play while i just beat in with a 4-4 right? yeah 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 well this one kind of turns some elements of the game off but yeah i think it's, th- it's a little bit limited i see this as being one of those cards that's going to scale real well where in a lower-powered game, it's probably not going to do anything except get you a couple of land. But as you move up in the power level of the games that you're going to see it in, it's going to do more and more stuff because people are going to rely on their fetches and they're sacrificing things to get their decks going a little bit faster. Because yep. typically sacking things gives you powerful effects. Like like Shadowborn Apostle. Shadowborn, or I'm thinking like F.U. Alex's Marin deck. Every Marin deck on the planet plays the Viscera Seer to, to sacrifice just for free to get it back after. Yeah. Yeheni, kind of the same thing, right? Sacrifice yeah. to make it indestructible or whatever. So there's there's lots of applications for this card. They're a little bit niche, but it's broad enough that I think you can safely play it in your deck and not feel that you're making a meta choice or something. All right, so another 99er. Yeah. Because, and and here's here's the thing I think that makes it the 99er more than anything. If you want to do the thing that we just talked about for five minutes, you're not going to accomplish that at a very high clip or very effectively in just white-green. Right. You might want other colors. Correct. Okay. Well, there is lots of hate bears and, and control cards in white and a lot of them in artifacts, so it might be worth a try, but... Probably better served elsewhere. Yes, sir. Next up, we have Zagras, Thief of Heartbeats. Ugh, this guy. I'm just not into it. This is a 4-4. Flying, Death Touch, Haste for 6. Black, Red, 4. Okay, fine. One less to cast for each creature in your party. So Fine. He could beat a little bit better if you just incidentally have a Vampire Rogue, Vampire Warrior, Vampire Wizards. Those all exist. Yes. And they are playable in Vampire Tribal. Yes. Sure. So a 4-4 four, four flying death touch haste for 5 or for 3. 
Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Other creatures you control have death touch. Cool. That's good. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a planeswalker, destroy it. Good. Death touch for planeswalker. He just does lots of stuff. None of them I'm just I'm personally not into. I'm not into that kind of just cast good stuff for value type yeah. commander. It's he, just not the kind of game I play. He is a Rakdos vampire tribal commander, probably. Par let's call him a party commander because you're yeah. going to want to twist your deck includes a little bit to make him cost nothing. Yeah, but he's he's fine. Whatever. Yeah, and it's not like if I have party creatures, like four in my party twice, it's not going to make them cost eight less. Yeah. It costs four less. So if he dies and you have a full party, the next time you cast him, you'll still have to pay commander tax. Yeah. Which I think is the limiting factor on party. We should also say changelings only count as... You can only take up one space. They're on yeah. a party all by themselves. Yeah. And we should also say that the Tazri, when you reveal, we forgot this, I forgot to say this, Tazri, when you re reveal the top six, if you reveal a changeling instant, like Nameless Inversion, because it's a warrior, rogue, cleric, wizard subtype, because it's all creature types, you can actually reveal off of Tazri a removal spell. Or, or the Goblin Tribal Shock, or the Tree Folk Tribal... Ramp spell. Ramp spell. Yeah. You could do that with Tazri, so you're... Your hits on Tazri go up if you're looking for removal or ramp or whatever. Yeah. With those. Yeah. Just interesting. Just interesting. Yeah. Zagris is definitely a commander for an aggressive Rakdos deck. That's yeah. what he is. I don't think he's a great include in the 99. I think he's kind of wasted there. But whatever. If you're into that, there he is. Last legendary creature of the set proper is Zareth San the Trickster. It is a 4-4 flasher. <laughs> <laughs> Four blue, black, three. Has blue, black, two, return an unblocked attacking rogue you control to its owner's hand. Put him into play from your hand, and he's tapped and attacking. Whenever he deals combat damage to a player, you put a put target permanent from that player's graveyard into play under your control. Uh, yeah, they couldn't they couldn't make it have commander ninjutsu because it doesn't fit the set. They don't really like to reference command zone in normal sets. Right. They can't. Give it rogue jitsu. They're, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. This, he's super powerful. He's super good, but he suffers from that thing with like, uh, like phage kind of, where you yeah. have to figure out a way of getting him into your hand. You're doing like you can cast him and then bounce him, but then it's telegraphed. Yeah. And also, you have to, like, are you good? Are your opponents going to have something? so good that you're going to want to attack them? Like, do you have to mill them? Yeah. Ah, I mean, it was just, in, he's in Demir, so he's a... You could play you mill could, with them. Yeah. And, but then, of course, as you're milling players are you and attacking them... Are you them, splitting your focus between mill and attacking? You're spending so much time focusing on stealing your opponent's stuff that makes it harder to win the, win the long game because as you're killing players, you're losing stuff that you've worked hard for. This card is just... It's not... This is not a good commander. People no. don't build this. I think people are excited about it because, oh, I can steal my opponent's stuff. Sure, yeah, you can. But just play fucking clone or something. And you you know, know what? People hate when you steal their stuff. The, the, the strategy I don't think is a very good one because people don't like to play against it, so they'll try and kill you to get their shit back. Yeah. Or they'll kill their own thing so you can't have it. This is not a good card. Don't play this card, people. Yeah, Moving it. on. Moving on, we have the last two things. They are the face cards from the Zendikar Commander decks. The decks themselves, I think, are 
Fine. We're going to talk about the decks yep. tomorrow. Yeah, we're so tune, tune in tomorrow. So check that out. First one is Obun Moldaya Ancestor. And he is a 3-3 elf spirit for Naya and 1. At the beginning of combat, on your turn, up to one target land you control becomes an XX elemental creature with trample and haste until end of turn, where X is his power. It's still a land. And it has landfall whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control. Put a plus 1, plus 1 counter on target creature. Landfall, plus 1, plus 1. I'll give you I'll give you all my takes. Hit me with him. He's in Naya colors that should be pronounced Naya. Sure. His name has Maldaya in it that should also be pronounced Maldea. Okay. D-A-Y is day. Add an A to the end of day. What do you get? Daya. Daya. <laughs> gotcha. What the fuck is up with his art? He looks like he is a Dragon Ball super character that was just superimposed onto magic art. He literally has a green glowing yeah, aura about him with Super Saiyan hair on top of an Innistrad background. What the fuck is happening with this card? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> fuck. And it's it's an attacky, attack, attack, tacky, Naya, big creature. Landfall-y. Landfall it, it, Yeah, it's an attacky, attacky, but it says elemental on it because it has green in it and landfall plus one because Naya. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's... Was that our take on this card? Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Those The decks aren't terrible, but this is whatever. It's whatever. It's a fine thing. Build it if you want. If you want to try and attack people with your land, do it. If not, then not really for you. If this is if this is the... We're going to see this because this is going to be the commander of landsmatter.deck outside of Jund because people don't want to pay for like a, a Muldratha. Sure. Or they don't want to run Wind Grace because it's... A little dirtily. A little dirtily, or or I'm not going to say overdone, but land.deck is Wind Grace or Golos. And if you don't have that or don't want to do that, this is the, the Nea version of land.deck. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. All right, last one is Anawan the Rune Thief. You could probably just put a lightsaber in her hand and everybody will buy it from you. That is a 2-4 Vampire Rogue for blue-black 2. Other rogues you control get plus 1, plus 1. And whenever one or more rogues you control deal combat damage to a player, that player mills a card for each one for each one damage dealt to them. If that player mills at least one creature card this way, you draw a card. Uh, th- that's, that's Ophidian after they mill and if they hit a creature. Yeah. Lots of riders on Ophidian. I'll probably just play Ophidian. Yeah. A. This is... It's a Demir Rogue Tribal Mill card. That's what this is. Oh, God. That's what it is. This hits all of the, the I'm smarter than you, I play rogues, I live in my parents' basement, D&D, neck, beard. It hits all those tropes, and it's a rogue, and it's like, oh, I'm playing a rogue, I'm so pretentious. Yeah. Is that insulting? Is it, am I? Can I say all those things? I play a rogue in WoW and D&D and every possible place I can ever play a rogue, and I'm not offended. Okay. Yeah. I think that you and I don't really get offended by stuff. Who the fuck do I? I don't care. Yeah. It's fuck. I hate this card. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's so medium and bland. This is the fucking sort of brown bread piece of garbage that you would never buy the deck that this was the face card of. Ever. You're never going to look at this and buy it thinking, this is going to be so much fun because you know it's going to be full of fucking garbage. Rogue Tribal? There are some cool rogues. There are some cool ass rogues. And in Lorowen Morning Tide, there were some really neat rogue matters. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very Prow- ne- prowl, prowl, right? Very cool. But it's 
there's the deck. It's a deck that builds itself for you. There is a standard deck Because there's deck not very many rogues? Correct. That are, and there's even less of them that are good. Okay, so. I, I got a new take. Maybe I can offend you with this take. Try. Okay. I feel like the same person that wants to play rogue tribal because rogues and Assassin's Creed and, oh, I want to be sneaky and smart and demir. I'm better at magic. Blue. That same person also says... Slivers are the best tribe in magic. They're so powerful. All my friends kill my sliver deck first. Sure. <laughs> there was fire behind Brandel's eyeballs. Yeah. I'm not going to play this, though. And slivers <laughs> are the best tribal because they're fun. Not because they're the strongest. Oh, it's because man. they're fun, Ryan. Oh, man. I don't like them. Yesterday, I played a goddamn sliver deck. and Against or with? Let's end it on a high note. Okay. Tell was, me a good sliver story. I was playing my... my uh, Kyla card, Hyena card. Sliver, sliver Tribal. Deck. Yeah. Sliver Tribal deck. Abzan Sliver Tribal, right? And I was in a situation where if I could resolve Eerie Ultimatum. Oh, that's a good one. The good card. I would definitely win the game. Okay. Definitely win the game. And nobody's ever said that before. Well, resolve and, Eerie Ultimatum, win the game. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, if I can, if this card goes through, I'll win. And it just didn't. All three times I tried to play it, it got countered. So... I was doing it and I was looking through like, oh, come on, this, if this works, I'll just, I'll get there. It'll be awesome. It'll be the best comeback in history. And then not only did it not work, when I was looking through my graveyard afterward, my graveyard had like 60 cards in it. I realized I didn't have the trample sliver that I needed or the haste sliver that I needed. I was like, what are the fucking odds of that? I've drawn so <laughs> many cards this game. I've milled so many cards. How are neither of them in there? So I fucking grabbed the rest of the deck and I'm flipping through. I forgot to put in any slivers that give trample and any slivers that give haste. So, like, I had no chance. I didn't even know. Welcome to CCO Nation, right? everybody. <laughs> I focused so much on, like, this has to be fun that I let out, like, the fuck. Sometimes I'm just going to have to smash somebody's entire skull in. It never even occurred to me that I was going to have to do that. All right, everybody in CCO Nation, <laughs> this is the difference between having an heir to the throne in the king of CCO Nation who just shows up and is the king. Versus having the president of CCO Nation, who is an elected official picked by the people to guide the nation in a safe and relatively progressive manner. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> okay, we hit up the, the the legendary creatures. Let's finish the show on, I don't know, do you want a, a positive note? Is there a final thought of the day today or is it... Thank you to our glorious sponsors and tune in tomorrow. What do you say? I'm going to say thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Special promo code CCO Fusion 5 gets you 5% off all your singles. And they do have Zendikar Rising in stock. I have them in my shopping cart right now. Neat. I think overall, my take overall, there's a ton of great stuff to go in decks that I play. And I hope that decks that you all play as well in this set. Uh, but I'm not seeing a ton of big explosions of there's going to be so many new decks that come out of this. I think that there's going to be a bunch of existing decks that get a lot better. Yeah. And not so many that are going to be brand new. That's the feeling that I get so far from these legendaries. What about you? N no sky is falling type things. Yeah. There's certainly nothing that breaks the format wide open. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything that's going to just be prolific where every, where when Theros came out, oh, we're going to have to watch out for all these goddamn Enchantress yeah. commanders. Yeah. And then yeah. Ikoria, we got to look out for all those mutate decks. And then was there a set in between Ikoria and now? Uh, was there? there was probably 15 sets. Yeah, there was probably honestly. a bunch of sets. Oh, M21. Released. Oh, yeah, right. And they had... <laughs> Watch out for the green deck. 
Yeah, isn't that the theme of I guess. 2020? Watch out for the green deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so I just don't think that this is adding a ton to the number of decks you're going to see, but I think it is going to up the quality of decks that we're already playing. And I think that is a really good avenue to go down. I don't think we need to create a bunch of new decks every set. I think that if you make ones that exist better, that's cool too. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. We got another show to record right after this. It's the rest of Zendikar Rising set review. We're gonna do planeswalkers, creatures, cards. We're gonna talk probably about the the multi-face modal double face cards some yes. more. Yes, and we're gonna get right whether they're rare or uncommon or common, whether they come into play tapped or untapped. We're gonna fucking know this time. No promises. Big thank you to FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs. Uh you hit our theme song? You didn't say it right. Oh, okay, you gotta, I'll let you do it. You got to say it right, and I, I'll show you how to do it okay. today and tomorrow when we are back again for another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Boof. There you go.